Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends, to the Wednesday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you would like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800-848-9222. And of course, there is so much in the news to discuss. I actually wrote a piece today for the Daily BS. Um, Bo Snurley. The headline says, Third McPhail resigns Mitch McConnell to leave in November. You no doubt have heard the news. But the story reads, on my talk radio, 77 WABC radio program last year, Diana Me, we know her as Princess Di, former editrix for the Limbaugh Letter, expressed her frustration with the three McPhails, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and Rona McDaniel. McCarthy, she said, had failed to advance the conservative Republican agenda in the House. McConnell failed in the Senate. McDaniel at the RNC. The announcement that Mitch McConnell will step down as the GOP leader, he's still going to stay in the Senate, that he's going to step down as the GOP leader in November means that now the three McFails are gone. There is no question that the Republican conservative base has been disappointed time and time again with their leadership. It didn't begin with the McFails. It began way before that. goes back to the dismal performance of Denny Hastert, John Boehner in the House, and that disappointment was exacerbated with Paul Ryan's ascension into the role of Speaker of the House. Many conservatives, including me, believe that Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell did all they could to thwart the Make America Great Again agenda put forth by Donald Trump during his presidency. We remember the lies that we're told to conservative Republicans time and time again about repealing Obamacare, protecting the borders, taking the acts to profligate spending. We remember all too well the elected Republican leadership would rarely defend Donald Trump from the onslaught of liberal and progressive political warfare, including that phony, made-up batch of lies That was a Hillary Clinton or beyond political operation, the Russian collusion hoax. We remember also watching Democrats get away with it, get away with spying on the Trump campaign, Hillary Clinton's misuse of classified documents, every other scandal that should have been investigated, and people held accountable for, like Benghazi, that gun-running program that Obama and company did fast and furious, the IRS targeting of conservative groups under Lois Lerner. We remember all of that. We remember the lack of support for conservative candidates. 
and the leadership's failure to ensure that elections, especially RNC, were run in a fair and transparent manner. Just recently, last few weeks, we watched a Republican House member thrown out of Congress without being convicted of a crime just on the basis of allegations, and Democrats picked up that seat. There are a lot of moderate Republicans, a lot of rhinos to blame in that fiasco as well. Now, to his credit, we would not have a Supreme Court that is conservative without Mitch McConnell's leadership. That's the one bright spot of cooperation that he did with Donald Trump. But here we are. The McPhails are now gone. We have new leadership in the Senate. We will have in November. And already there's talk of the three Johns. (laughs) The three Johns in the Senate. We have a new speaker in the House, but already there are grumblings about these short-term spending bills that are keeping the government operational. So my question to you, those of you that are conservative, those of you who are not, do you... How do you, what do you think? The departure of the three McPhails. Do you expect things to change for the better? Do you think this means things will change, that we will have a, finally, someone that understands the conservative base that pushes a conservative agenda in the Senate, in the House, or is it just going to be more of the same? The Daily Mail covered it. Mitch McConnell, 82, to step down as Republican senator. Tearful Mitch McConnell announced he would be stepping down as the longest-serving Senate leader in history. He admitted that Father Time remains undefeated. Mitch was first elected to the Senate back in 1984. He's been in the Senate since 1984. It was 2007 that he had that he took the mantle of the Senate leader. Listen to this line in the Daily Mail. The Kentucky Republican, first elected to the Senate in 1984, was chosen as head of the conference in 2007, but has faced hostility from conservatives who have pledged their allegiance to the former president. He's faced hostility from us? No, the McConnell and the elected officials have been hostile to us. They haven't faced hostility from us. They have been the ones that have been openly hostile. In recent years, he suffered health problems, a slew of falls, and is suddenly frozen twice while speaking. Yet his aides insist his decision to quit has nothing to do with his health. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the turtle, as he was affectionately called by Rush Limbaugh, well, the turtle. I turned 82 last week. The end of my contributions are closer than I would prefer. If you told me 40 years ago that I would stand before you as the longest serving Senate leader in American history, frankly, I would have told you you lost your mind. He said he holds a deep appreciation for the time that helped shape his view of the world unconflicted about the good within our country and the irreplaceable role we play as leader of the free world. That's why I work so hard 
to get the national security passed earlier this month. Yeah, that's giving away more money. Mitch said that one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today to say that this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. So, in the Daily Mail article, Trump for years has lobbed vicious attacks at McConnell, who he described as an old crow and even a piece of a POS. Uh, Oh, the three Johns that are supposedly up for leadership that think they're next in line for the spot of Senate leader, whether it's GOP leader, whether it's the minority or majority leader, uh, John Brasso, John Thune, and John Cornyn. Let me just say up front, every single one of them would be disaster. Every single one. Brasso, disaster. Thune, wishy-washy, Rhino sometimes pretends to be conservative, other times disaster. Cornyn, Cornyn, major disaster. So Rhino, he puts the R, the capital R in Rhino. John number one is John Thune of South Dakota, who currently serves as McConnell's number two in Senate leadership. At 62, he's the youngest of the top three contenders. I don't care. Please, if they, when it, the time comes, somebody other than the three Johns. We just got rid of the three McFails. No to the three Johns. Gates, Matt Gates. Without knowing it, echoed Princess Di. We've got eight. We've now eighty-six. McCarthy, McDaniel, McConnell. We've now eighty-six to three. McFails. Uh, Donald Trump last night won. No surprise there. The Michigan primary. Who would think that that would be the second story? That should be that anyway. Uh, Joe Biden easily won his, but in Dearborn, the number of uncommitted voters actually was higher than those who voted for Joe Biden. That could be an issue. If you looked, I I saw a headline over at uh, Newsweek.com that Trump underperformed in uh, Michigan, and I'm not even taking that seriously. I don't even look at it. He underperformed based on what the polls said. Well, the polls are not. What matters? What matters is he won. This is his sixth straight victory. Nikki Haley, I saw today, I, th- I think I saw the exit ramp for Nikki Haley. They said uh, some, uh, I don't know whether it was attributed to her or not, that she's going to stick around at least until Super Tuesday. Well, Super Tuesday's next week. So this time next week, we could be looking at Nikki Haley finally tossing in the towel. And I, we, did we comment? I don't remember whether we commented on her remarks that if Donald Trump wins the presidency, it's like American suicide. 
She's just getting more. Her, her, she's getting more and more outrageous. All right, we, we, let's turn the page here. You are free to comment on any of that. What you think about this McPhail's being gone? The turtle, Mitch McConnell, announcing he's stepping down. Oh, oh social media. They're like, please step down now. Why are you waiting? They're unrelenting. It's like, why, why announce it now? Just go. Leave right now. That's the overwhelming attitude on social media from, from conservatives. Why wait? Leave now. All right, let's turn our attention to illegal immigration for a moment. The mayor of Athens, Georgia, is a Demo- he's a liberal. He held a press conference to discuss this murder that happened at the University of Georgia campus of nursing student Lakin Riley. He's a Democrat. He steps before the press. And he basically tried to dismiss the notion that the city is a sanctuary city. I have two sound bites. This is what that press conference sounded like with the Democrat mayor of Athens, Georgia. That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what many, it means. many yeah, of the elements. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, liar. We're here to listen. Liar. We're here to listen. Liar. There'll be time for questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities are things that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have so created sanctuary guy. city status Sir, in Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign that sometimes now. arises. Resign. resign now. Resign. You allow One protocol. This to happen, sir. Yeah. That didn't go over too well. He also tried to attack Donald Trump. Basically, uh, this is he this one is just stunning. This is, it's Donald Trump's fault, you see. And there's a cut that comes right immediately after that that was lifted off TV with him further explaining. So two different cuts in one here. But the first one is where this mayor, this Democrat mayor, Kelly Gertz, G-I-R-T-Z, tries to attack Donald Trump on this. Let's, Let's give it a listen. Well, 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because okay, the impact okay. of wait, federal wait, immigration this is, policy this is, on locality. This is stunning. I, I, I caution against conflagrating immigration and crime. The two are not connected. Okay. Fact A. 
an illegal immigrant killed a nursing student. And this guy, this guy stands up in front of the press, number one, blames Donald Trump for vilifying foreign people, then goes on to say that immigration and illegal immigration and crime are not connected when the news conference is being held because an illegal immigrant killed an American citizen who happens to be, happened to be, she's no longer with us, a nursing student in his town. But yet, immigration and crime, illegal immigration and crime are not connected. According to this liberal Democrat mayor, Kelly Gertz. And if you think that that is just his view, the Atlanta urinal and constipation has an, a, a story today, basically not fair after UJA killing Venezuelans in Georgia worry about a backlash. I'll get to that when we get back. WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, with you here. 800-848-WABC. 1981, Eddie Rabbit. Crosses over from country charts to the pop charts with this one. Went to number one. Eddie Rabbit on WABC Talk Radio 77. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour coming back with you. Showers wash all my cares away. And don't... I wake up to a sunny day because I love a rainy night. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Time for us to check in with the but Road to the Election night. right here on WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush on 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Rush. Birthday today, Ian Stanley, English, Brit, musician, songwriter, record producer. He was with Tears for Fears with this one, which went number one. You know it, of course, everybody wants to rule the world. Democrats will do anything to try to get that power. Fair elections? We're going to get to some telephone calls real soon. I reference... Don't fade it down yet. Let's get the hook. 
there. Now. Yeah. That was cool. I love that. Thanks, Tom. Um, uh, listen, the the Atlanta Urinal and Constipation, that is what Rush used to call the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, and I'll keep that memory alive. The Atlanta Urinal and Constipation has a long piece. They take it from the angle of an uh, an immigrant who, by the way, walked across the border, and he's worried. There's a lot of uncertainty what's going to happen in the short term. I don't think this is going to end well for us. He's a an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. And then they go on to say that the death of this young nursing student, Riley, Riley's death at the alleged hands of Ibarra has ratcheted up the tension. On social media, former President Donald Trump called the Venezuelan national a monster, putting the blame on the Biden administration for a migrant invasion that's killing our citizens, all in quotes. Well, he is a monster. They talked to, not only did he kill her, but he did so in such a violent way, apparently he disfigured her as well. Fresh from sending more Georgia National Guard's troop to the southern border, Governor Brian Kemp also linked the bloodshed at UGA to federal immigration policy. It's not linked. Illegal immigrants come in. This guy's in New York. And he's in, he's, ah. Oh. And then they go after the head of the Georgia Republican Party, Josh McCoon, who called out illegal alien violence and blamed Biden for allowing a Venezuelan illegal alien to come here and commit this crime. What about any of this is not true? It's all true. But they point this out. On average, unauthorized immigrants are half as likely to be arrested for violent crimes as U.S.-born citizens, the data shows. So see, even in this way, why are you blaming an illegal immigrant? You Americans, you're worse. We Americans, we're worse than the illegals. That is what you get out of the Atlanta urinal and constipation. Telephone call. Let's go to Staten Island. David, you're up first on WABC. Hi, you all. I just had a, a, a vision, as it were, a circle around the United States. We don't know where the immigrants are. And it's almost like a Western where the wagons circle while they're being invaded by the Indians. This is the potential of a future civil war. Thank you. Okay. He thinks there's a future civil war brewing here. I can't, but I bet you the liberals are screaming their heads out. What do you mean? This is like the us being circled by the invading Indians. We're the ones who invaded the Indians. I, 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 you know that that's happening at this moment. Anyway, we got to take a break. WABC Talk Radio 77. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a heads up. When we come back, we're going to have a ticket giveaway. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, WABC. I haven't heard this in ages. You know what? Let's do it now. Going into the break. Let's just do it. All right, right now, 
your chance to put on your boogie shoes and win a pair of tickets. You have a chance to go see the three-time Grammy Award winning KC and the Sunshine Band. KC and the Sunshine Band coming to the historic St. George Theater on Staten Island this Friday, March 1st. Right now, sound your funky horn. Be the seventh caller now, 800-848-WABC. You get a chance to shake that booty, shake, shake, shake it with KC and the Sunshine Band. All the hits. You can get down tonight. Friday, March 1st at the St. George Theater. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Tickets available right now at Ticketmaster.com or at the St. George box office. That's the way. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. We like it. Get those tickets. KC and the Sunshine Band. This Friday, March 1st. At the St. George Theater, Staten Island. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. 1963. Patsy Cline makes her final television appearance. She was on the Glenn Reeves show. She sang the San Antonio Rose in this one. I fall to pieces. Five days later, Patsy Cline's life was taken in a plane crash. Age 30. Still a young lady. Speaking of young ladies, have you seen... Rich, I know you may have seen this. Have you seen the photo spread of Monica Lewinsky that's making the rounds now? She's doing... a. You haven't seen. You got to look this up, Rich. Got to look at these photos. Uh, uh, Tom, do you know who Monica Lewinsky is? I do. I uh, I did very well in high school history class. Yes. Okay. Who's Monica Lewinsky? She was the White House intern that um, uh, it was accused that Bill Clinton had an affair with her, and he had to go out accused? in the va- wait, very wait, famous wait, wait, line. Wait, 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 wait! Stop! 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 Right there. What do you mean accused? Did was it? I I never really got into details. It's been a while, but they it was confirmed that those two had a thing, right? The blue stained dress. They found Bill's semen. They, oh, excuse me. They found Bill Clinton's DNA on her dress. After he came out, he wagged that bony white finger into America's face. I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Now I have to go back and do the work of the American people. It turns out, yeah, he did have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Not only that, he was using that poor little girl as a cigar humidor. Figure that one out, Tom, yourself. I'm not going to go into the details. Anyway, and her name became synonymous with something. It's, have you ever heard the phrase, giving a Lewinsky? Yes. Do you know what, I don't want you to tell anybody, do you know what it means? You're reminding me of why I stopped looking into details into this case. 
Okay. All right. Anyway, Monica Lewinsky has a photo spread that's out right now. And you have to say, I mean, anybody that's looking at the photo spread would just say, she's a very attractive woman. Except I just heard a mean-spirited comment, and I'll leave it. I won't identify the male, the male that said this. Yeah, but you know, she's got a few wrinkles around her mouth. That was really mean. It's just uncalled for. Yeah. And, and, and she's she sponsoring what? Reformation. Reformation. Yeah, anyway. Anybody that has not seen this, this this photo spread, I mean, she, you know, look, her, she's a young lady. She's 50 years old now. It's hard to believe. But Monica Lewinsky has, she's joined, she's joined the brand. This is for campaign, for vote, for a voter thing, to encourage voting. That's what it is. And the Business Insider has a piece. A new generation discovers Monica Lewinsky for the first time. Is shocked. They're shocked. But you got to admit that Monica Lewinsky, the, the, these photos, are you know they're 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 nice photos. She looks. What do you mean wrinkles around her mouth? I don't. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking at these pictures. I'm not seeing what. Instagram. Oh, Instagram. I didn't see it on Instagram again. I just saw the photos in the... Okay, let's move on. Uh, Another immigration story here, ladies and gentlemen. Illegal immigrant suspected of toddler murder has been twice arrested, released in the U.S. That story today, the Daily BS. An infant can now be counted among the victims of open border policies after Maryland police arrested a twice-released El Salvadorian national in connection with his murder. They go back and the murder of Georgia nursing student Lakin Riley, allegedly at the hands of an illegal alien from Venezuela, reinforced the dangers wrought on the public by President Joe Biden's administration's handling of the border, coupled with leftist cities soft on crime policies. The death of a two-year-old boy of Langley Park, Maryland, on February 8th has been connected to multiple skip opportunities to deport 25-year-old Nelson Trejo Grandados of El Salvador. The Prince George's County Police Department released a statement Monday marking the suspect as the fifth arrest of two groups of males. They exchanged gunfire, blah, 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 a toddler gets killed. Another illegal immigrant in connection with a murder this time of a toddler. But yet you have the Democrat mayor down there in Athens, Georgia, saying illegal immigration and crime are not connected. And by the way, you Americans are worse than any illegal immigrants. Uh, Another story today, Fox News, Denver. Denver. Cutting some city employees' hours down to zero in order to support migrants. Those Denver workers who may lose all of their hours include lifeguards, front desk workers, and coaches. The city of Denver 
which is a proud sanctuary city, announced that some of its employees may have to have all of their hours, all of their, in other words, they are going to be technically laid off in order to reallocate funds to deal with the migrant crisis there. The city of Denver is trying to avoid the word layoff when it comes to impending budget cuts. So instead, they're telling some of their hourly on-call employees that they may have their hours reduced to zero. That is according to NBC affiliate Nine News. The city government trying to cut $4.3 billion in funding from parks and recreations in order so they can use that money to support illegal immigrants. So here you are in Denver where workers, employees, Americans are having their livelihoods cut. You'll work zero hours so we can give that money, use that money to illegal for illegal immigrants who are in your city. I'm telling you, this is a highway. A path to election for Donald Trump? No, this is a highway. If the Republicans message all of this properly, the crime, the illegal immigration, how Americans are being asked to sacrifice in order to support Joe Biden and the Democrat Party's open border policies, This is not a path to election. This is a highway to a landslide if it is messaged properly. Let us head back to the telephones and see what we discover. Sandra in New Jersey, you're up next. How are you, Sandra? Oh, today's my birthday, James. I'm on my way to celebrate, but I wanted to say two things if I could. One... When I think of uh, Lincoln Riley, my heart breaks, and I, I, I hope that she, her family gets the justice they deserve. Then my mind travels to Singapore. I don't know if you remember Michael Fay. He spray-painted an automobile, and for that action, he got caned, and then they put him in prison. So I don't know what's happening in our country, how people can do far, far, far worse things, and, and, and they get away with it. That's the first thing I wanted to say. And then I just wanted to mention to Adam, if he's listening, I hope you found a job, but if you didn't, I do have an opportunity that you might like. It means driving to different dealerships. You have to have your own car to do it, but maybe that's something he would want, James. So I just I know you wanted to have people help, so I wanted to share that. Okay, well, if Adam calls back in and he's interested, we will we'll have him leave a number where he can reach you. Or, where, um, or, or have him leave a number where you can reach him. We'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll get the message to Adam if he's, uh, if he's out there listening. You have a wonderful heart, my darling. Have a very happy birthday. Let all of this stuff that's going on in the world just escape for a few hours. And just you. And enjoy your birthday. We love you, Sandra. Thank you. Let us head over to Silas in Staten Island. Silas, you're up next on WABC. <coughs> How's it going? Yeah, I had told him at first with Nikki Haley. One, I'm glad Donald Trump stopped talking about her because the bell is already rung. She's on the mat. She's counted out. She's no longer irrelevant. She's staying in because she's got to build up as much money as she can because no party's going to take her. The Democrats don't want her and the Republicans don't want her. So she can keep riding around in that big fancy bus, keep all that money, and 
if she puts a D in front of her name, she'll never be investigated on how she spends that money. Just like Black Lives Matters will never be investigated. Hunter mm. will never be investigated for how much money he takes. Hunter is actually yeah. testifying today, and he said that he has never involved his dad in his business dealings, and he's making all these statements before. It's a closed-door hearing in front of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. We shall see what comes out of that hearing. But you say Nikki Haley's on the mat. Interesting choice of words she's through. Okay, Silas, we'll see whether Nikki's future is gone. It is time for us, ladies and gentlemen, to check in with Lou Dobbs. Your calls are on the other side of that, too. 1976. Paul Simon. problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. The album. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be Still crazy. 50 ways to leave your lover. After all these years. She said it's really not my habit Best to pop vocal Furthermore, performance. I hope my meaning won't be lost on this Album of the year. But I'll repeat myself. At the risk of being crude, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. In his acceptance speech, Paul Simon said, 50 ways to leave your lover. I'd like to thank Stevie Wonder for not Just releasing an album this year. Dad, make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. 50 ways Just to leave your lover. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy, with you here on Buzz News Rush Hour. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. On 77 WABC. This is the news and talk station of New York with Bo Snurdly. Now, folks, please pay attention to this real New York 77 WABC. Two thousand eight. An amazing drummer, Buddy Miles. He played with Jimi Hendrix in the band of Gypsies. Be on my side, Passed away at age sixty at his home in Austin, Texas. Now, Buddy had also played with the Delphonics, the Ink Spots, Wilson Pickett, Electric Flag, Stevie Wonder, David Bowie. Muddy Waters, Barry White. But he got his little claim of notoriety as the vocalist on the Claymation California Raisins commercial. But this is Buddy Miles. That's him singing. He had a few solo records. They did okay. Musicians musicians ate them up. They knew who this guy was. Buddy Miles. One of the most amazing drummers of the era back then on WABC Talk Radio 77. Of course, Neil Young's song, Down By the River. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And let's start with Kevin in North Carolina. Kevin, you are on WABC. How are you? 
Hi, James. Uh, I was very happy about the uh, McConnell news, but if we get a Cornyn or a Thune in there instead of a Ted Cruz or a Rick Scott, I mean, it's going to make a huge difference. we got to get the right guy in there. My sentiment exactly. No to the three Johns. Barrasso, no. John Thune, no. John Cornyn, oh, hell no. But you're absolutely, I like the names that you put up. I would add Mike Lee to that if he could somehow or another be elevated. Ted Cruz would be my number one choice. Can you imagine Ted Cruz as the Senate leader? Rick Scott is not bad either. I mean, he went up against McConnell. So he would be better than McConnell for sure. Thank you. Larry in Brooklyn, New York, you are up next. Welcome. Well, I, you know, Bo, I feel like people are going around with their eyes closed. You know, they're not putting the dots together. This mayor of Athens, Georgia, his verve, V-E-R-V-E, his whole animation indicated that he was contacted by somebody in the Biden administration. His talk was out of time and it was out of context, even for a Democrat. I mean, and also John Pierre, this press secretary, I didn't hear it myself. Somebody said that she said, we're not going to change policy for one person. Now, why no, would that, you oh, say- oh, no, 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 no. That was that was Democrat Senator Katie Porter. That's who that was. She, she was asked about the death of, of this young nursing student. And she had the audacity, the audacity to say that the United States should not change immigration policy because of the death of one person. This woman, this feckless, spineless Democrat, this is what they think of you, American citizens. Your life doesn't matter, and it's nowhere near as important as making sure that illegal immigrants have the right to come in your country regardless of the law. That was Katie Porter who said that, Democrat Senator Katie Porter. Now, as for your first statement, um, this out of look, they don't need Joe Biden to call this mayor in Athens. This is what Democrats think that illegal immigration and crime are not to be linked together, even though there are illegal immigrants that are actually killing American citizens, raping them, and doing the rest. Oh no, no, you're bad if you mention that. You're not supposed to mention those. The only John that I like is Ron Johnson. Ron, yeah, Ron Johnson is hated by these senators because he is standing up for the truth on COVID and other things. Oh, man. Moses, you got 10 seconds. You got to give me something in 10 seconds. Come on, Moses, you can do it. What words of advice did Bill give Monica? Something about Bill and Monica. Have a cigar? Um, Okay, we got to run. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be here with you. Tomorrow is Thursday. We speak with Andrew Giuliani. Always looking forward for that and your calls and whatever else is in the news. God willing, we are back tomorrow, Thursday, for Boston Early's Rush Hour, the Thursday edition. Until then, bye.